Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Sunday, September 10th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. The United Nations Atomic Energy Agency has issued a warning about a potential threat to nuclear safety near Europe's largest nuclear power plant in Ukraine. According to the IEAEA, there have been numerous explosions in the region, indicating increased military activity. As a result, the Russian military has made changes to its command and control structure to protect its infrastructure. Additionally, Russia has brought in reinforcements to counter Ukrainian advances. These developments have led to tensions between Russia and Ukraine, with Russia refusing to extend a deal allowing Ukraine to export grain. In a show of support, Japanese Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi visited Ukraine and prayed for Ukrainian President Demirmir Kuleba. In other news, Russia is holding elections in occupied Ukrainian territory, which have been condemned by Kiev and its Western allies as a sham. The purpose of these votes is to create the illusion of democracy in areas that Russia claims to have annexed. It is expected that the results will favor candidates from United Russia. However, Ukrainian officials have posted footage showing irregularities in the voting process. Over the past year, Russia has been elevating marginalized figures and collaborators to positions of power in the occupied regions, further tightening its grip. In response, Ukraine is seeking to interfere with the elections. Meanwhile, Viktor A. Bout, a convicted arms trafficker, is running for office in the upcoming Russian regional elections. He is reinventing himself as a local politician in order to maintain popular support for the Kremlin. Bout's emergence as a politician highlights the entertainment and scandalous nature of Russia's autocratic system. He has praised the improvements made to Moscow under the mayoralty of Sergei S. Sobyanin, who is expected to win a third term. In Ukraine, a U.S. arms contractor named Mark Morales is making a fortune and pushing the limits. His company has been awarded approximately $1 billion in contracts by the Pentagon, and he has also built a $200 million side business selling directly to the Ukrainians. However, Ukrainian anti-corruption authorities are currently investigating his company over a botched deal. The United States has urged Ukraine to clean up its weapons strategy, but local arms dealers have regained influence. Shifting our focus to international diplomacy, President Biden is scheduled to visit Vietnam and meet with Nguyen Phu Trong, the general secretary of the country's Communist Party. This visit marks a new era of increasing diplomatic engagement between the United States and Vietnam. Vietnam is seeking to expand investment from Western countries and balance the threat posed by China. The Biden administration aims to deter Chinese aggression by building closer links with friendly Asian countries. Despite maintaining close relations with China, Vietnam is unlikely to join any anti-China coalition. Meanwhile, Premier Li Tiang representing President Xi Jinping, has called on the European Union to unite and cooperate against global uncertainties. Li emphasized the importance of providing a non-discriminatory environment for Chinese firms and strengthening dialogue. 
The EU has grown wary of engaging with China since 2019, viewing it as a partner, competitor, and systemic rival. To manage its dependence on China, the EU has adopted a strategy of de-risking. In a joint effort, the US and EU have announced plans to build an economic corridor that will link Europe, the Middle East, and India via rail and sea. The Partnership for Global Infrastructure Investment Project aims to increase trade between India and Europe while also normalizing relations between Israel and the Gulf states. This initiative is seen as a counterbalance to China's Belt and Road Project, which has given China significant influence over struggling economies. However, details about funding for the project have yet to be determined. Lastly, thousands of climate activists in the Netherlands have blocked a highway in The Hague to protest government subsidies for the fossil fuel industry. These activists are demanding the repeal of these subsidies and have threatened to continue protesting until action is taken. Currently, the Dutch government spends around 37.5 billion euros per year in subsidies to industries that use fossil fuels. Extinction Rebellion has been leading protests against the Dutch Parliament, calling attention to the urgent need for climate action. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.